Woo! So we are back with another installment of the number one rated business show right here on the Real 1100 AM. I am your host, Kevin C. Pratt. And I got another jam-packed, awesome show for you today, you guys today. We are all over the world. Uh, I, I, I got the international Caribbean superstar, the, the sensation in the house, in studio with me today. Uh, from Atlanta Southwest, uh, I got my good friend Harold Hartnett. Uh, he'll be joining us a little bit later. And then also uh, on the line, all the way from Tennessee, she'll be joining us shortly. Uh, Fourth Moon Productions, uh, Miss Trishonda Mooney. Uh, thank y'all so much once again for being right here on the number one rated business show. Uh, I'm your host, Kevin C. Pride. Please go follow follow me at I am KC Pride uh, on Instagram and all other networks. Whew. It's been a rough one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna let them know you're here just yet. It's been a rough one today, man. I've been running since I got out of bed this morning. Uh, let's get a few announcements out of the way. Uh, to all my men out there who like to stay sexy and who like to stay looking good, uh, I want you to go see my personal barber uh, out in Douglasville. He is at 6405 Fairburn Road. Uh, you can call and schedule an appointment uh, at 770-485-6772. Uh, I don't know who this is calling me at this 404 number, but I hope y'all watching me because I am on air right now and I can't talk to you. But it's all right. Uh, <laughs> As for Melvin, tell him Kevin sent you, and he might even give you a free lineup again. That number is 770-485-6772. Also, we are still racing to read right here in the city of Atlanta. We are trying to become the city that reads. We are asking everyone to go to racetoread.org uh, and sign up today. Start tracking your minutes so we can become the city that reads. We are trying to reach 10 million minutes Red, right here in the city of Atlanta. We are currently at five million. Uh, it does not matter what you read. You can be reading emails, books, and whatever else you want to read. Just log it uh, and let us know about it so we can become uh, 10 million strong uh, in minutes of reading here in Atlanta. Whew. All right. We got one more. <laughs> uh, all right. We got one more to get out. Uh, so the first quarter of business is now ending. Uh, I hope everyone is having a good time. I hope you're still optimistic. I hope those plans that you made at the beginning of the year, uh, you still are geared towards them. But if you are not, uh, I want you to go to connect at Kevin C. Pride. Shoot me an email and say, hey, I want to join your mastermind uh, because all year long we are helping business owners just like you uh, be more successful, learn some new tactics, uh, learn some new ways of growing your business, and more so than anything, we have lost so many businesses in our community uh, due to COVID. Almost 50 to 60% of our businesses have closed and will not reopen, and Lord knows we don't want to continue to see that happen. So once again, I want you guys uh, to email me at connect at Kevin C. Pride, uh, put in the subject line mastermind, uh, and I will help you get... Uh, Hooked up with one of the mastermind groups. All right. Joining me right now, she is a professional uh, producer, filmmaker. Uh, she has started her own company. 
uh, Fourth Moon Productions, and she has worked with some major, major production houses. Uh, joining me to the program right now, her name is Miss Trishonda Mooney. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Beautiful day, beautiful day. Whew, girl, we have some problems. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get together. Uh, we're going to be all right. Uh, well, thank you so, so very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about you, uh, a little bit about your background, and uh, Fourth Moon Productions. I'm having some echo problems, and, and it's throwing me off, uh, but we good now. Uh, but tell us about Fourth Moon Productions and uh, a little bit about what you guys are doing over there. Okay. Um, so my name is Trisha Moon, like you said, from Montgomery, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And I, I started in the entertainment industry when – Straight out of high school, I wanted to become a model and an actress and started to pursue that route. And in pursuing that route, I was selected to become an extra on Rainforest Films, The Gospel. In 2005, that movie came out. It like okay. a long time. That movie came out in 2005, and as I was uh, um, sitting in the extra's holding area, I was like, wait a minute. Who are all these people moving around? It's just like, it's so much going on. And then when they finally called us to set, the cameras was up, the lights were going on, people were moving cameras and equipment and calling out action and things. And I'm like, wait a minute. Now, I'm an extra sitting in this room for a long time, not having anything to do, but all these things are going on around me. It's, who is the person calling the shots? Who's, who's pulling all this together? And so after leaving that set, that was like in my heart and mind, like the beginning of when I said, I'm going behind the scenes. I, I, I am a producer. I um, researched it. I was like, who is the person calling the shots? And so I saw it was Will Packer. He was the producer. Then you had Rob Hardy as the writer. And I was like, this is amazing. Right here in Atlanta, you have these black um, African-American men actually wow. doing these filming things. And I was like, yeah, that, this is what I want to do. Uh, extras is one thing. I love it. That was my start. But I'm like, yes, producing and, and pulling the people and the talent together, that's what I want to do. And that's how I see using my skills and my talent. So with that being said, a couple of other things that happened in between, but I did start Fourth Moon Productions in 2017. Okay. Because I said there is content that I would love to see. There's content that I want to get out that, that inspires a community that brings us together to help us to understand what it looks like to unite and fight for a cause together and um, just in, inspire hope. And with that being said, I said, to create the content, I need to be able to write it. So I said, let me learn <laughs> how to write it and actually understand that process. Okay. So, so you I, can do it all. I actually wrote, I actually wrote, produced, and directed my first short film, Land of the Freedies, um, on my YouTube channel, um, Fourth Moon Productions. And when I, after I did that, I was like, okay, now that I understand that process a little bit better, let me go back to school and understand the business behind it. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, I did one thing and I went backwards. So that path for me, went, I went back went to school. I attended Clark Atlanta. And that's where I started to understand what the business end looks like of building Fourth Moon Productions and as a business along with my creative side. Wow. Now, uh, you've worked with some, some pretty big production houses. Uh, I, I, I know I saw it in, in, your, in your bio, BET and HBO and all these other folks. Uh, tell us 
uh, what that experience was like to, to you know, first time you, you're a founder of your own company. Uh, what is that like to be uh, in the midst of, of just brands uh, that we've watched our entire lives growing up? Right. And like I said, even with starting Rainforest Films, that was one that really stuck in my heart to see this all. This was like visual for me. I was able to go and put my hands on the production and see it. So having that experience sparked that 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 light that turned that light on for me as being a producer. But then when I went back to school and I was attending Clark, it was so many opportunities that was floating around for students in regards to being on production set. So that's when I had the opportunity to do internship with BET. And not only did I um, internship with them for the show The Quad that they had going on at the time, I was able to work in like five different departments. So where I was like, wow. okay, I want to be a content creator, and I already I feel like I knew what I wanted to do and produce, they gave me the opportunity to say, okay, I know you want to produce, and I know you want to be, to write, but we want to expose you to the makeup and hair department and also over here with the grips and also with the lighting. So we, oh, they opened my mind to see, oh, okay, this is how it all works together. So being able to work with DET, um, I also worked with CMT. Um, it's a show called Redneck Island. and worked right next to um, Jesse James Becker, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I was wow. a talent assistant coordinator and that was eye-opening as well as working as a production assistant, ta- assistant talent coordinator. It's just so many opportunities that you would find available to you working on so many different sets. And the door is it, like the door is open for you. You just have to have the heart and the want to excel in whatever area you're in. And those people who are in those positions you're in, they're looking to say, hey, who's that next person I'm going to bring up into this area to work? As, as, as hard as they are, and, and, and even better. So now, those opportunities are out there. Now, sure. how important is it uh, when, you're, when you're young, uh, you're fresh on the scene, uh, you are starting up in this business, how important it is to take opportunities like that and, and start to build that network up and, and start to build those contacts uh, and, and start to create some memorable uh, relationships with folks uh, in this career field? It's extremely important because what you do – when you are afforded that opportunity, what you do with that opportunity is what lasts to me. So, I mean, you can go on the set and you're like, well, this is not what I want to do. And you, you go on there and you have the, the wrong attitude and you're not putting your, your best foot forward. That's what's going to last. They're not going to remember, hey, this person was hired, but they were in the wrong. They, didn't, they weren't hired for the right position. No, they're not going to remember that. They're going to remember you were probably lazy, you, didn't, you were combative, and you didn't do your job right. Going in with an open mind and understanding that, hey, though I'm in a production assistant position and I want to be a producer one day, you need to go in with the mindset of, hey, I'm going to work in this production assistant position and say, let me work up towards that. Let me talk to the people. Let me understand not only um, what I want to do as as a producer, but understand those positions around me and how important those are. Because to me, as a producer, you understand how important – the positions of everybody who is working with you as a team. It's not that you make it to the top and be like, oh, this is where I am, and you forget about the rest of the team. No, you need to understand everybody pulls that, that, that vision together. Oh, yeah. So it's very important. Now, <laughs> Extremely important. Now, now, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the, the business of production because, you know, we got a lot of, uh, of uh, content creators and uh, a lot of folks that follow the show and, and even come on the show. 
but let's let's kind of switch to the business of production because I think a lot of times, uh, yeah, the the ideas is great, you know, the the, the movies and this type of stuff. Uh, but what does it actually look like from a uh, business perspective or from a uh, a managerial perspective when you got to sit down and, and think about all right, we're trying to put this together. Uh, we need all this stuff. We de- need these uh, different equipments, different talent. Like, how do you uh, structure that? How do you start to put that together? Well, that that's a very important question because I think as creative, we work from that creative artistic side a hundred percent all day, every day. We're creating. We are. We we just working. We just delivering masterpieces back to back. And we see it all the time on, like, social media, YouTube. He was like, oh, man, that was a funny video. You know, all that was so everybody's sharing this content. But as a creative and an artist, we forget about the business end of being able to own that um, content that you're putting out and also understanding what that looks like monetary-wise and and building your position and taking it serious as a career. This, is, this could be a career, I guess, because in our minds, we always feel like as an artist, okay, yeah, you don't usually get paid for being an artist. That's just like a side job. That's a hustle. No, that doesn't have to be a hustle. Okay. You don't have to be dead, in my understanding, in my belief, you don't have to be dead to be paid to be an artist. You can actually be get your work. Now, I really hate that term, terminology of starving artist, because if you set yourself up right with getting your your business information, your business um, paperwork done. Go ahead and um, trademarking your name, trademarking your work, making sure you have that um, legal protection behind you. Getting those things set in place uh, um, first before we start sending it out. That to me is is you understanding as a creative and an artist how your gifting can be could you be used to sustain you and your family because hmm. it can. Well, uh, definitely, uh, uh, a lot of these young content creators are, are watching. And, and uh, once again, thank y'all so much. Uh, we are officially streaming on XOD, uh, and y'all's audience over there is just is just so live. I promise you, y'all y'all stay in the show. Uh, but we got a lot of content creators watching, uh, and and one of the biggest questions uh, that they're asking is how do they get these projects funded? Uh, like, what, what's the process of, of getting it funded? Uh, you come up with these great ideas, uh, and I. I ain't got the money to do it. How do I do it? Right. And, and that's a very good question. I'm still going through that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're hearing about all this money being thrown around, $50 billion for tech, and then it's like, okay, can I get a little bit of that over here? <laughs> Production-wise for independent filmmakers and not just production houses. So that's a very good question. That's something that I feel Fourth Moon is definitely looking to um, assist in because, like I said, the money is, is there. Okay. Um, I actually funded my first project with $1,500. Wow. But I had to understand that those big productions that we see on TV, there's a system and there's a, a setup, a way that that's being done. I, like I said, I had put in my mind, okay, I want to be a producer and also move up to be an executive producer where I invest into projects, invest into my own projects. And so with that being said, when I shot my first short film, I, I just pray. I'm like, Lord, these big old films, they have executive producers. <laughs> I need an executive producer to get on my team and say, I'm going to film this project, help her film this project. Um, I shot it over to a friend when I finished the script. I shot it over to a, a young man I had worked on several of his projects with. He read it. He was like, I'm with it. He said, what do you need <laughs> from me? 
And so when when I when he said that, I had to read the email again. Like, wait a minute, is he saying that he's gonna financially support me? <laughs> and he did. He was like, "What do you need?" So I shot him over the number, and he was like, "Okay, when we start." And I was like, "Wow!" So first and foremost, <laughs> independent, and I'm speaking to my content creators, independent artists. First and foremost, you have to believe there is someone out there that will invest into your project financially professionally you have to believe that it's not just for big production houses it's even starting with a small budget go ahead and start with a small budget and say this is how much it's going to cost to to um put this content out but okay. we always start with i'm just going to film it i'm going to film it i'm going to um <laughs> if i if i see my my cast and crew i might i have no idea <laughs> i'll give them a, a copy of the the thing once it's done and that's what i'm gonna do that's good but if you're looking to excel and to level up and continue to level up and to actually getting that funding, you have to believe that you can get it first. Well, so if, that's the first step. If uh, anybody wants to support you, uh, anybody that's listening, uh, anybody want to fund one of your projects, uh, how can folks support you and, and how can folks get in contact with you? Well, how um, is Fourth Moon? You can go to Um and the question to win is right now. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to win is right now. I'm sorry. The answer to win, you can do it right now. You can reach out to me on my website, www.fourthmoonproductions.com. Um, I'm on Instagram at fourthmoonprds, um, Twitter, fourth underscore moon, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Clubhouse. That's just way too much. Moon <laughs> It's way too much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, once again, Fourth Moon Productions, if you want to support, fund the project or anything, please get in contact. Uh, and we will be right back after this. This pandemic has many people suffering. Are you stressed? Are you not sleeping well? Are you suffering from neck pain, back pain, or headaches? Chiropractic can help. Chiropractic is a natural healing art that can resolve many of your ailments. Dr. Williams and Dr. Fowler of Align for Life are board-certified doctors of chiropractic with over 15 years of combined experience. They are located in South Atlanta and are available for your health care needs. If you want to be fine, take care of your spine. Visit them at yourfinespine.com. Is your business online? Well, in today's world, if you're not online, then your business is not going to survive. Do you have a WordPress website? Well, if you do, I want to make sure that you go visit my good friends at Fast Fix WP and make sure that WordPress website stays running smooth. Trust me, there is nothing worse than having a big presentation or have a customer on your site and then your site goes down. So I want you to go visit FastFixWP.com and make sure your site stays running smooth and stays online every time you need it. And we are back right here on the number one uh, rated business show. I'm your host today, Kevin C. Pride. Joining me in studio. Joining me in studio. <laughs> the Caribbean sensation himself. Uh, international superstar and recording artist, Kenny Blessing to the world, you know, doings up top. Blessing, you see it more life, more strength worldwide. Up, up, up. <laughs> you see it, man. What you been up to, man? How you been doing over the last what is was seven, eight years now? It's been a long while, man. Oh, man, 
I've been in and out the country, been in London, Zurich, Amsterdam, um, Ireland, doing all the different promotions and stuff. Wow. Um, you know, it's COVID, so we have to keep stronger than before. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Keep doing it. Man, I, I, I promise you, man, you're my inspiration. <laughs> Respect, man. The last time we, we met, that showcase was awesome, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yes. Years ago, but it's it's... I saw you post it. I'm like, yeah, wow. I need a copy. <laughs> man, you know uh, the stuff that we did, man, over at Friday Studios. Folks still talking about that, man. Like, like serious. And, and a few folks is, is mimicking us. Uh, believe it or not, yeah, for real. There's <laughs> a lot of folks out there trying to copy what we did uh, with Industry Night you and a lot of other shows. You said something, man. You said uh, it. it was great talent like you, though, man. Respect, respect. So, so tell me, man. How has it been uh, during this world of COVID? Because uh, I mean, you you perform all over the world, all over the world. Uh, what is it? How how has it been for you? It's not easy. We must say that. Um, I was I was I just left Trinidad and I went to London. As soon as I landed in London, boom, COVID was just at its peak. So I was I was locked in London for almost a year. Wow. And um, I was doing music. I did um, two songs. Prior to the COVID, one's called It's Gonna Be Alright. And I also did a song called Where Do We Go From Here. And I keep working, and I had an EP called Millions with six track that I was promoting. I was supposed to go to Jamaica and all that to do it, but, you know, it kind of stopped. So I had to do the online thing. So I was in London for then doing a new force, few stuff. Back in Atlanta, doing a few stuff, you know. <laughs> Collaborating with producers and all that. Now, now be honest. What do you like being the most? <laughs> Atlanta or uh, uh, um, everywhere else? Well, I must say, you know, I'm from the Caribbean, man. So, you know, I love the Caribbean. But okay. because I'm here in Atlanta and the universe and, and it brought me here, even London, I have to appreciate wherever music brings me and wherever life brings me. So <laughs> it's the world. The, art, the earth is a lot and the fullness thereof. You know, it's our world. <laughs> now, now what, what is it like being a, a, a just an a international star like that, man, just all over the place, you know, meeting, meeting people with so many different backgrounds, such just diverse people? What is it like for you as an experience? It's educational, that's one. Because okay. traveling and observing, it gives you a lot of education. You learn different, different lifestyles, different cultures, different races. You get to see different faces, you know. So for me... It's been, it's nice, it's challenging, and it's adventurous because musically, people would be in different environment. They would look at me like, what is he up to until I open my mouth and started to sing? Then they would realize that my passion comes from that, you know? Um, it's not easy in the right. music world. We all know this, but <laughs> loving it is the first key and trying to be better, trying to know about the business and all that, you know? So that's what it's been so far, giving thanks, you know? Wow. Uh, tell me this. Uh, so it's been what? Uh, how long you been performing? A long way, man. I, I know way. you've been doing it since. A I mean, way. you was two, three years old. A long way. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was placed. My, my family, you know, tried to bring me the music. I was very shy. I didn't want to do it, but however, you know, it, it came along, and I did the competition. I went to Antigua and Barbuda. I lived there for years because my mom still lived there. So I was there and I entered the Caribbean Star Search. Then um, a soca band asked me, how would you mind singing soca music? I don't know if you know what soca music is. It's the Caribbean carnival thing. Okay. Gyrating music, happy music for costumes and oh, yeah. all that. So I had to do that genre. Then I started working with a rock band in Antigua. So I was okay. opening for Eric Clapton, um, the, the Kinks, um, wow. Manhattan's, you know, open for, you know, 
but different, different, different genres of artists. Now, uh, back when uh, we had the studio and all that stuff, stuff and we were working together, that, that whole independent movement uh, in music was just uh, literally starting. Yes. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the stuff that we have now, uh, like the YouTube uh, that was just starting up, and and a lot of like the sound clouds and all this type of stuff. Spotify, everything. How is that affecting uh, the music business for you? Because I know you you've been able to kind of experience both sides of it. So how is that affecting the music world for you? Well, it don't really affect because we have to adjust to it. It's like adjusting to time. So you know we just adjust to it and know that's what the social media requires. So we just try to adapt to what's happening and try to work with it the best way we can. You know. Oh, yeah. Now, now, how important, because uh, one of the biggest things that uh, we talk about uh, a lot is is that marketing and branding. How important is, is to have that branding and have that swag that you got, uh, <laughs> you know, traveling all over the world being an artist? It's, it's very important because um, to get the right team or to find the right set of people, it's not that easy, you know. So now over the time I'm, I'll get to develop with more business-minded people who is, you know, encouraging me to LLC my business more better and to get it into a more CEO mindset and not just being an artist and just doing it for being an artist, you know, into more understanding productions, videography, the whole work. So I'm still working with a small circle. We're still looking for, as as the first interview said, we're still looking for, you know, I mean, sponsors if we can, but we're still working okay. independently with our stuff as much as we can, you know. Now, uh, any commercial? I mean, not commercial, but uh, any concerts or any anything big coming up uh, in the next few months? Yeah, well, um, we have a um, show on May the fifteenth. Okay. It's gonna be at Jamrock South with Wayne Wonder, which is a superstar reggae dancehall artist. Okay. So I'm gonna be working with him alongside Imani Ray. Um, I have a soca show on the third of April. I'm gonna be at Bliss Nightclub. This Friday, I'm gonna be at Jamrock South. In Jonesboro, and this Saturday, I'll be at Spice House at Panola. In Panola, <laughs> I'll be trying to tell folks, man, if you're real about it, you out here working. <laughs> I know so many folks, yeah, man, we about to drop an album, all the type stuff, okay? <laughs> uh, you recently uh, got a new single coming out, or just dropped one. Yeah, uh, I think we got a little bit of that audio. Let's play a little bit of that new single that you got. Run it. Oh, yeah, all this music, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, can you bless me? Hmm. Uganda. Me naga boss where me have. I coulda be my arajaga. Nobody this be Carola. The kite still I do the job. No grudge that dream home. You have a brawling spouse. You better have me now your one room. You done girl I got me more. So you got to be grateful. You got to be grateful. Don't judge a name. Man, where, where, where can they go get it? I already got it downloaded, so you know I ain't even got to worry about it. Where, where can they go pick it up? On all major platforms, <laughs> everywhere. You got to be grateful. You got. <laughs> it's all about being grateful, and that song was written because after the COVID and everything, I realized some people lost their job, some people yeah. lost a lot of stuff. So I'm just saying, be grateful, appreciate what you have now, and try to work on yourself. Because as long as we have life, there must be some type of hope in it. Man. Who are some of the, the influences 
uh, on you and music because your music has always just been so positive and, and, and such an inspired message behind it. Uh, what are some of those influences that you've had on you? Actually, it's everyone, you know. Um, my reggae music. You say Kevin Pride, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Even Kevin Pride, too, because I said everyone. When I met you, you inspired me to do more. All the reggae artists, hip hop, R&B, I, I listen to everybody, speakers, everything. I'm not a political person, but I try to be on a balance, you know? Oh, yeah. So everything good inspires me, you know, even the bad the bad times too, you know? So wow. I'm just naturally inspired by the Most High, who is the creator of the universe and the world and everything that's living in it, you know? What, what, what's next, man? Do you, do you think you'll ever uh, do anything other than music, man? Because you... you... Oh yeah, we're gonna be investing in all type of different stuff, you know. Okay. You don't have to you don't have to know about it to, to you just you don't have to know about it to do it, you know. <laughs> you can just see the spot, have the money and say, Hey, I wanna put the air just a shop over there and just do okay. it and get the workers for it. So my plan is is to do workshop. We just came out with a merch, doings. Doings is my slogan. Okay. And doings mean do good things, do the right thing and do it right, you know. So doings, I just came out with the brand, doings. You can go on Instagram, the page is new, doings. Um we have the hats, shirt, and we're coming out with more stuff. So I won't be talking all that, but we team up with doing all that. And also, big up to Claude C.P. Peters and Sleepy and all the team in Antigua. We just came out with a song called Home Again because of the lockdown. I know it's so strict in the Caribbean. We came out with this song called Home Again. So check it out on YouTube. Check it out worldwide. Isn't me? Well, one thing for uh, I, I let you get out of here, man. Uh, we always got uh, just a, a, a whole bunch of young content creators. Uh, young musicians and a whole bunch of folks following us. Uh, one big question that always comes up uh, nowadays, as far as that content, uh, how important is that uh, to have that protected? Because we are in this world uh, where you got platforms like you know your Facebooks and all these other people that take advantage of this free content. Uh, you want folks to hear it, but you want the credit for it and the money for it too. Uh, how do you deal with that? First of all, I try to copyright everything I have. Okay. And now I'm getting into buying the domains of my own stuff, you know, because <laughs> it's very important to do that. So every day we learn that we got to do that. It's not just being an artist and wearing stuff and acting all swaggy or bling. It's more than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's business <laughs> for the future, for the kids, everyone, you know. Now, uh, any any uh, aspirations to go into acting? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I didn't. If I was in London, maybe I'd be on the Coming to America, too. You never know. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> we actually had one uh one of the actors here uh from uh Coming America last it? week. Yeah. Brent uh Moore Gaskins. That Moore, you know, being from Alabama, that's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> well man, thank Mad. you thank you so much for uh joining us today, man. Uh definitely, definitely, definitely let everybody know how they can support you. Uh follow you on social media and get your music. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at K E N N E. B L E S S I N. That's Kenny Blessing. That's my brand new page. Follow it. Follow Kenny Blessing blog. Get the updates. Follow Doings. You get the merch. You know what I mean? Facebook is Kenny Blessing or Kenroy, Kenny Blessing Carney. Twitter, Kenny Blessing. Google me. Spotify. Check out the link. You know, check out the music. A lot of different, lot of music. Different genres from all over. Is it? Doings to the world, Kevin Pride. Up. <laughs> Blessings. Yes, <Easy> me. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back after this uh, with Atlanta Southwest on. If y'all call me one more time about this man, I promise y'all I'm going to put you on call the block. Uh, we'll be right back. This pandemic has many people suffering. 
Are you stressed? Are you not sleeping well? Are you suffering from neck pain, back pain, or headaches? Chiropractic can help. Chiropractic is a natural healing art that can resolve many of your ailments. Dr. Williams and Dr. Fowler of Align for Life are board-certified doctors of chiropractic with over 15 years of combined experience. They are located in South Atlanta and are available for your health care needs. Auto accident, wellness care, slip and fall. We take care of it all. Visit them at yourfinespine.com. Is your business online? Well, in today's world, if you're not online, then your business is not going to survive. Do you have a WordPress website? Well, if you do, I want to make sure that you go visit my good friends at Fast Fix WP and make sure that WordPress website stays running smooth. Trust me, there is nothing worse than having a big presentation or have a customer on your site and then your site goes down. So I want you to go visit FastFixWP.com and make sure your site stays running smooth and stays online every time you need it. Woo! <laughs> and we are back. I had to get their attention. No. Yeah. Y'all sitting over here doing something else. I had to get their attention. Oh man, y'all tearing up my studio. Uh thank y'all so much for once again uh hanging in there after the break. All y'all folks in Atlanta. Southwest. All right, now, Kenny, thank y'all so much. Uh, but for everybody over there in Atlanta Southwest, I, I, I promise y'all, uh, he is in studio, uh, and I'm going to grill him, and we're going to get the answers to all them questions today. <laughs> uh, joining me uh, right here on the number one rated business show in studio, uh, Mr. Harold, CEO of the year. Uh, Hardnet, man, I could come up with almost any award because you didn't got them all this year, bro. It's been your year. I mean, I've, I've I've done okay. I've done okay. I've done okay. Um, I'm still trying to catch up with uh, Natalie Hall. She's got more awards than me. <laughs> I, I joke with her about that sometimes, but everything's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just thankful and blessed, and you know, I never look at one award one award uh, more than the other because I'm just thankful for anybody that wants to give me anything and show me and for accolades and you know and put me on the plat- platform. I'm just thankful. I'm just thankful for anybody that wants to do that for me. I have no problems at all. Man. Uh, well, well, tell us a little bit uh, uh, about uh, Atlanta Southwest uh, that we keep hearing about. I, I know about it, but, you know, tell everybody else, uh, what is Atlanta Southwest? Well, what is this organization we keep hearing about? Okay, Atlanta Southwest is something that um, uh, I don't wait on these questions you're supposed to be giving me to. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta Southwest was uh, an idea that Dominique Huff and I came up with uh, back in 2016. Uh, you know, I'm native Southwest Atlanta. Okay. I'm from there. I grew up in Greenbrier area. And uh, uh, how we met um, in 2016, Marvin Arrington, Fulton County Commissioner for District 5, uh, he was having this constituent services meeting. And uh, he had quite a few people that he called me. He called some other community leaders and some other stakeholders. And while we were sitting there at the meeting, he was breaking us off into groups. My last name, Hartnett. Dominique's last name is Huff. Okay. All right. So with us being, so with that being said, we were put in the same group. And so everybody in that group exchanged phone numbers, and everybody just started talking. Everybody started talking. We just talked about different projects around the city that we wanted done. And I remember, and I told him, I said, man, I remember growing up on Campbellton Road, how we had three car dealerships. Oh, yeah. Ponderosa, Red Lobster. I mean, Marcos, I mean, it was it was a place to be on Friday night. Okay. Right. And I was like, man, I, I want, I would love for it to get back to that point. 
I mean, it's going to take time. It's going to take money. It's going to take planning and everything. But I would love for it to get it back to that point. And so with that, we started just talking about things. Then we started talking about how ways that we could do uh, to improve the area. And so that's when Atlanta, Atlanta Southwest was born in 2016. Now, it wasn't named Atlanta Southwest at the time. Okay. But, but that's where it came from. All right. And then how we looked at uh, things, we said we need to pick a point where we need to start from. Okay. And I said, okay, well, Greenbrier Mall is the biggest is the biggest thing over there. It has the most parcels. Okay. And so that's why we decided, well, first we we're going to do a BID. But then we met with a, uh, 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 Aerotropolis, and they said, no, a CID is better. Because uh, you, you, you could go back and change these in a CID where you can't in the BID. BID is Business Improvement District. Okay. See, so you can't go back and change things once that once that's intact. Now, downtown is a good for BID, but in a, in an area like Greenbrier, you need CID. Okay. And um and and another thing that we, so that's the reason why we chose Greenbrier because we picked Greenbrier Mall as being downtown Southwest Atlanta. Okay. Because that that's the mall and that's and that's that's the biggest area over there. Now that that started off being our center point, uh Greenbrier Mall, but we're gonna we dealing with things in the whole district going from Mount Gillett, Lock Lomond, Ben Hill throughout throughout the whole district. But that's our starting point because that's the largest place, and we felt like that's where we could make the biggest impact. And from there, uh, well, now well, from from Atlanta Southwest, we ventured over to now uh, Taste the Southwest. Okay. Now that's where we had the festival a couple of years ago. Uh, we had the festival at Greenbrier Mall. Greenbrier Mall was very happy. They've been very supportive of us. Of I us. remember that, that that taste event. That that thing was well attended. Like, oh yeah, y'all yeah, got a lot yeah. Of support on that no, one. we <laughs> we had we had almost seven hundred people there. And it rained. Wow. And so you know, you know how we are. That drove some of us away. But if I think if it wouldn't have rained, we could have got up to probably a thousand people. Now, uh, tell because, me this: uh, Why is it? Uh, uh, let me not say why is it, but why is it so important uh, for areas like uh, Greenbrier and, and Atlanta Southwest for these areas? Because I, I know you guys do a lot to keep these communities clean, and, and, and y'all are trying to bring these communities back. Well, we, uh, we've done five cleaning projects this year alone already, oh yeah. Atlanta Southwest. Why is it? Why is that so important? Well, it's, uh, in it's, these communities, and why does it mean so much to you? Because I I know you got a personal stake in it. it. It's not just hey, let me do this for the recognition. You you really you know care about it. So why what what's the well well uh, now you speaking in general now as far as me I can speak for myself. Yeah. Now as far as I'm concerned, it means a lot to me because that's where I was born and raised. Okay. That that's where I'm from. My my parents. You know, I'm, I'm fifth generation Atlanta. You know, my parents went to Washington High School and and Marsh Brown. Okay. My my all of my siblings and I we went to Douglas and I went to Marsh Brown. Uh, my my sister and my brother went to HBCUs, but my other brother went to another went to a PWI. I mean, it's important to me because it's our community. It's our African American community, and if we don't look after our own community, and care about our own community, no one else will. That's that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, no one else will. I mean, you have the a- Asians will look out for Asians, the Mexicans will look out for the Mexicans. We blacks we need to look out for one another. You know, and I, I'm I'm big on that. You know, I'm I'm not. I mean, some people are like, well, man, I'm not worried about that. that's a little. That's a little bit of trash. And I, I somebody's told us that I'm like, okay, that little trash is there. Okay, then somebody else drops another piece of trash. Then somebody else drops another piece of trash. Okay, then you have litter. But no, I I, I love that 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 mentality and that whole attitude. Look, this is our community, and we need to come in here and fix our own problems and stop looking for somebody else to do it. Okay. Now, uh, who are some of the other people? Uh, that's uh, behind Atlanta Southwest that's, that's uh, funding a lot of these projects that you guys are doing over there? Well, 
No, no one else is funding anything okay. with our projects. So I'm, 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 fu- I'm uh, funding the project 100% myself. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm spending all the money for everything that we need in the project. It's a funny story uh, because, uh, well, when we first get, well, we had already started in 2016. In 2018, uh, uh, Dominique Huff had emailed our council person okay. four times and even called enough message and everything, no response, no kickback, no anything. And you know, you know how Dominique is. He was getting real. Fu- <laughs> he was getting frustrated, and you know, his thing was, you know, I'm, I, I hate when people give me their, um, I'm gonna say shoulder. Okay. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say the other <laughs> word because I don't want you to get no LCC fine. <laughs> right. So he was all upset about that. I said, okay. Well, I said, well, look here. We don't have to wait on anybody else, man. I said that's the reason why I'm a businessman. That's the reason why I've handled my business in life. Let's okay. roll. I said, let's sit down and come up with the budget. He said, okay. So we sat down. We went back and forth on numbers. And I kept seeing this $20,000 that he was putting in. I said, I said, hey, man. I said, what is this $20,000? He said, well, well, you know, if, if we get try to get people to sign up on a parcel for the CID, we may have to get, up, get on the plane, travel to different places in the city, stay in a hotel, take them out to eat and stuff like that. I said, Dominique. I said, now, I know you probably don't think my wife works, but she does. <laughs> I said, I said, Mister, Mister, Mister does work every now and then, it's part time. I said, <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, I said, she keeps health insurance and she keeps us on free flight benefits. Okay. I said, I said, we don't fly. I said, we don't pay to fly. Okay. I said, we fly free. I said, fly free on Delta and Southwest. I said, if we had to get up and go out of town to get some parcel sign or something like that, we'll we'll jump on the plane, go to the airport, jump on the plane to get there. I said, if you and I are too busy to get there, Mister, get that paperwork and get on the plane to go get it signed. I said, we'll get that done. I said, no, take out take out the uh, uh, money for flights. I said, so hotels, we already get hotels 50% off. I said, so that's another discount right there. I said, we take them out to eat. I said, so so at, at the final number that we came up with, and I was expecting that number to be like over 100000 it, it It didn't even hit 100000 It was much less than that. I said, oh, man, let's roll. Okay. Wow. So so from there, from there we took off, and we've been rolling ever since. Now, let's, let's talk about some of the projects. Uh, that you guys uh, got going on uh, over there in that area. Now, um, now one thing that we have, like in other groups, let, let me tell you this, the groups that I, I've, I've co-founded, I found it myself that I brought in. Okay. Cascade Campton Senior Task Force. Wow. Right, now, that's one project that I have rolling over there. Uh, in 2018, the seniors came to me and were like, we don't have nothing in our community. You know, we have the senior ball, but we have to go downtown. Why can't we have anything in our community? I said, okay. So they came to me. I said, well, I'm going to make it happen for you. They said, well, let's see. I said, okay. I started the Senior Citizen Task Force. I put Caritha Easterling at, at head of it. Okay. And then and we went from there. I, I got my team together. And we had, uh, from there, we put together the first uh, Harold Hartnett Senior Ball. And we had it at the, uh, uh, the old Jelly Beans, which is the AKA house now. Okay. I didn't even advertise it. Didn't say anything about it on Facebook or any social media. I just let it go by word of mouth. Almost 400 seniors showed up. Wow. Almost 400 seniors showed up. And from that point on, I had seniors tell me, hey, Hartnett, we believe in you. <laughs> we believe you. I said, you were a man of your word. I said, if I tell you I was going to do it, I was going to do it. Now, uh, we, had, we, are, we had everything set up for the next uh, Taste of Southwest uh, festival. But, you know, because of COVID. COVID. COVID stopped a lot of stuff, and it pushed us back. Okay. But we're back working now. We're, we're working on the CID now. We're working on the maps for the CID, getting everything together. I mean, that that takes time, uh, and I've let people know we're working on it. We're getting it together. We, we're working on that constantly. That's something, that's something that we're doing. We're working on the CID for Greenbrier, 
And we're also doing we're, we're doing a lot of uh, cleaning projects now for the community, and we're getting ready for another uh, Taste of Southwest Festival. We're, we're doing a lot of stuff. Wow. Now, yeah, like I said before, yeah, COVID did throw a monkey wrench in our stuff for a second, like okay. like it did everybody else. Oh, yeah. So it slowed us down. But we're back working now. We, we never stopped working. It's just that a lot of things, because they shut government stuff down too, so stuff we needed for government and stuff like that, we couldn't get to it. Now, uh, you, you mentioned government. Is there any government uh, backing what no. you guys doing or anybody helping you guys in that area? No. No, we're, we're doing everything ourselves. They they just don't care? Or? Well, I mean, we well, like I said before, we reached out to them, uh, and we reached out to that council person. She didn't even return a phone call or email or anything like that. So we, wow. we went on and did what we had to do. I mean, like I told Dominique, I'm not, I don't never sit back and wait on anybody else. Okay. You know, I go on and handle my business, do what I have to do, and that's the way I've always been. I wouldn't be where I am today in life if I would have sat back and waited on uh, somebody wow. to help me out. Uh, I, I, go, I, go, I, I go do what I have to do. Well, you, you, you definitely don't become CEO of the year. <laughs> I wait <laughs> on other folks. <laughs> no, I mean, my, uh, I mean business, I, I mean, I, I'm thankful and blessed. Okay. I'm very thankful and blessed. Uh God, uh, God's been good to me. Now, uh, I mean, what what other groups? I I, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, Cascade, uh, the Senior Task Force over there, and the, the Greenbrier CD, CID and the Taste of Southwest. Uh, any other groups, uh, y'all? Well, working I, I, with I, the plan on working well, with. Well, I've all. Well, I mean, I've also found, well, we were also working with the Capital Road uh, Merchant Business Association to start back up. Okay. So we're doing things over there. Uh, I, I I'm in real good with the business being over there in the Camper Road. Every Fernando Gordon, Maceo Brown, my my the office is in Maceo Brown's office, okay. System Five office. That's what my office is. And so since I already had Hartnett Enterprise office set up, what I did was just add Atlanta Southwest onto that office. And I'm like, and I'm like, if I'm paying the bill, I'm just gonna keep paying the one bill that I'm already paying for my office. I'm not gonna get another office too. <laughs> and um, come to find out, a lot of people was waiting to see where we were gonna put our office. Some people thought we were gonna put it on uh 38. Uh, over the 3800 block of Greenbrier Parkway. Okay. No, I said I want it on Campbellton Road. All right. And that, and that's where it is, right on Campbellton Road. I said I said that I said that's our base, <laughs> Campbellton Road. I said now we branch we branch across the whole district. We go to Cascade. We go to uh, like right now the Cascade Nature Girls. I okay. mean, what just happened with them where 14 cars got bur- broken to their windows? You know, their windows broken in. Cecilia Houston Torrance gave me a call and told me about it. Wow. I mean, I, I had been up there. Six or seven times before that happened, it didn't take windows being broken in for me to come up there. I had already been up there. It's just that I came up there when that happened as well. So I mean, and it feels good to know that whenever something happens like that, or somebody wants to reach out, or somebody has a problem with something, or somebody you know wants to cry, or you know need somebody to talk to, my phone rings. Now, now, what's the goal uh, in the area? What do you hope to see over the next you know ten, fifteen years in that area? Well, man, I, I would, I, I would love for things to get back. To the way that they were back in the day. I mean, now you have like yeah, you Ray take. Bar used to be a mall. It used to be the mall, <laughs> right? And I and I know I know brick and mortar malls are hurting right now because of Amazon and all of those things. Oh, yeah. But I mean, but Greenbrier, we're I'm in constant contact with the mall management. Okay. Right, and some things are going on that I that I really don't I really can't talk about right now. I understand. But but there are things going on and things are you know uh, happening over there. Um. And, and then with Microsoft buying 90 acres right up on Bankhead Highway where the old Bankhead courts used to be, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole southwest Atlanta area is going to boom because of that. Is that But is that going to be one of those situations where it actually helps the community? It or should. Or is it going to be one of those situations where they come in, regentrify, raise taxes, 
Grandma can't live that no more. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we see it all the okay, time. Right, okay, okay, so, okay, okay, okay. But this is one thing I tell people about gentrification. Um, now, I'm glad that there are uh, things in place to help citizens who are already there okay. stay there. But like I tell people, well, we want this kind of restaurant. We want this and we want that. We want this in our community like they have it. Okay, if you want those kind of things in your community, you're going to have – some things are going to have to improve and some things are going to have to cost. Okay. I mean, if you want if you want to start getting the Cheesecake Factory, Olive Garden, and things like that in your community, it, it, things are going to have to improve. I mean, it's going to cost more to fix it up to get it to that point. Now, but, uh, I, I mean, Greenbrier Mall actually has the, the uh, I think they said the second – Highest gross in Foot Locker in the nation. It does. Uh, it does. <laughs> right there in Greenbrier Mall. Right. The top. The top three are New York, L.A., and Atlanta. So, so why is it so hard to uh, attract business uh, around that? If we already got this type of foot track, we're spending money. Why is it so well, hard to attract other businesses around that? Um. I, I, well, maybe because maybe because of what's going on, you know, with, with COVID and things like that. I mean, Greenbrier caters to a certain clientele. Now, hopefully, with Macy's gone, hopefully something can come in there. Um, since Macy's is gone now, okay, uh, like another department store. I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking hypothetically. I guess maybe another department store, something like that, and uh, and and you know, bring different kind of clientele into the mall from there. Okay, but I mean, but I mean, ninety percent of the mall, and this is the thing about it. When people heard Macy's were closing, my phone was ringing off the hook. So I, I really found out uh, in November that Macy's was was leaving. Okay. Now, so I went and met with Macy's, and I, when I came back, and I met, met with Greenbrier, and I came back and told them, you know, 90% of Greenbrier's foot traffic doesn't come through Macy's. 90% of the foot traffic comes through uh, food court or the area where the uh, uh, post office is. Okay. Right. It does not come through Macy's. So with Macy's leaving, it wasn't going to track the foot, foot traffic or the sales of the food court or any other businesses in there. Wow. Uh Tell me this. Uh, you guys do a lot in the community. Yes. Uh, is this based around what the community wants, or is this based around, uh, you know, you guys' opinions of, you know, this well, is— Well, no, well, no, well, no, well, no, well, no. And we had already planned on holding town hall meetings for okay. the Southwest. Once again, COVID stopped that. Because your, your folks over there in Southwest said he ain't saying nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, we were going we were gonna, to we gonna hold the town hall meeting. And that's just things to get back right. We're gonna hold a town hall meeting uh, probably in a few months. Okay. Um, now since more people are getting more uh, vaccine shots and things like that, and you know, because people are like we we want to come, we want to come in person so we can really ask our questions and get down to the point of everything. Okay. And so that's that's one thing they really been. But we've been ha- having meetings. I mean, I've been I've had a few meetings with a few constituents in the community about what we're doing. Dominique has had a few meetings about constituents in the community about what's go- what he's doing. He just had a Zoom meeting uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, with the youth uh, committee and things like that. So, yeah, no, no, no. A lot of people have told us they, they, they like what we're doing and they're excited. Now, one thing I heard that they were really judging us on, they wanted to see how the festival went. Okay. Are these guys going to really do something with the festival? They're just really talking. <laughs> Once the festival took off, they were like, oh, okay, okay. We, so, we, we behind you all. We like you all. So so what's the date? You, I, I know COVID is still looming, but we're getting these vac- vaccinations out there. Okay. Uh, what's, the, what's the date for the festival? The date for the festival is Labor Day weekend. Okay, wow. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Now, what we're going to have to do this time is we're going to have to have one entrance point. We're going to have to have gates and one entrance point where everybody comes in, their temperature's checked, and I'm going to have extra masks there. So anybody that doesn't have on a mask, they have to put on the mask to come in, uh, things of that nature. That's that's what's going to have to happen. It's going to be Labor Day weekend. Wow.
Right. Well, man. Well, you uh, you can. Well, you're more than happy to come. Uh, man, please. You know I'm beat up. <laughs> I was at the last one. <laughs> you were the last time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. we 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 had a, we had a real good time, man. We got a real good response, and we and we were, yeah, we we were we were very happy um, from from the people and the response we got from the community. Now, a lot of the things that we're doing, a lot of people in the community are supporting us. They want us to, uh, they want us to do things. It's not just so much what we want to do, but we get a feedback from them as well. I got you. Uh, uh, before I let you out of here, if somebody wants to uh, find out more about the Atlanta Southwest. Uh, CID that you guys got, or support your business because you are an entrepreneur uh, with Hardnet Enterprise. We're gonna have to have you come back and talk about that one. Uh, how does somebody support you? In, in well, state? we we have we we have uh, Atlanta South Atlanta South. They go to AtlantaSouthwest.org. We have um, on the on the internet on Facebook. We have a page Atlanta Southwest page. We have a Taste of Southwest page. Uh, I also have a page for uh, my foundation, Harold Hardnet Foundation. Uh, you can always meet us there. You can email me. You can email me. My email is Harold. My name Harold Hartnett. H a r o l d h a r d n e t t nineteen seventy one at gmail dot com. And he is not lying about that. <laughs> I could give out my phone number. So many people have it. So, but I mean, <laughs> well, thanks so much, Harold, uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to join me right here on the number one rated business show uh, over the weekend. Uh, we lost a legend, uh, 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 just an Atlanta legend, uh, uh, one of the most celebrated uh, Paralympians uh, in the world. Uh, Curtis Lovejoy did pass. Uh, rest in peace yeah, did. Uh, to him and condolences uh, to his great, great family. Uh, I had the the opportunity and the blessing uh, to be able to interview him last year, and he left us uh, with these words in the day. I would like to close the show uh, with this. Uh what is the message that you are trying to leave with this next generation? I'm going to have everything thrown at you. The trials and your tribulation only make you better. Without trials and tribulation, you're nothing. Each and every one was born with purpose. You got to find what your purpose is. Once you find out what your purpose is, stay true to it. And never leave God out of the equation. But if you leave God out of the equation, you'll never make it. People who make their first selling record, one hit wonder, you heard of summer athletes, only did it one time. But if you want to do it multiple times and you want God to orchestrate your life, hey, listen, I have nothing to be sad of. Proud to be Curtis Lovejoy. I'm proud to hold the last name of Lovejoy. I'm proud of my parents. I'm proud of all the people who backed me along this journey, who didn't believe it. And then there's more people gonna be saying after this interview is over. Wow. They'll start doing their homework. Research the homework. Go out and search who Curtis Lovejoy really are. And you'll find out for yourself this has been a, a diamond in the haystack and never been heard of. But now it's about the Curtis Lovejoy. Thank you once again for joining me right here on In the Moment Radio Business Show. Uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and everywhere else. I am KC Pride to keep up with the show and all our guests that we got coming. Uh, and I promise you we're going to keep it pumping and keeping it pumping. Uh, once again, thank you so much to all my guests today. Trishon Demoni, uh, Harold Hartnett. 
from Atlanta Southwest and the one and only Kenny Blessing. Uh, we'll be back next week, same place, same time. We are out.